Hi everyone, welcome to episode one of the Opsangani Quick Care Podcast. Hi everyone, Roger Browning here. This week's topic is on manual aortic compression as a technique in severe obstetric hemorrhage where the woman is suffering from hypovolemic hemorrhagic shock. So first of all I just want to explain what we mean by manual aortic compression. It is basically what the term describes. It's the use of manual pressure, so an individual applying pressure with their fist vertically over the aorta at the level of the umbilicus is usually how it's described, causing occlusion of the aorta with the aim being that this will um, stop blood flow to the lower half of the body and specifically those vessels in the uterus and the genital tract which are bleeding to stop any further blood loss. Um, The secondary aim of this technique would be to uh, increase the blood pressure in the upper half of the body so the Hypovolemic patients is, you know, a very low cardiac output. Um, but what cardiac output they do have is preferentially um, distributed through the upper half of the body to the vital organs such as the heart and the brain. Useful technique in the fact that you don't really require any special equipment, and it could, it can be applied basically by any trained individual um, anywhere. So for those of you that are now convinced that this is a technique worthy of learning, um, I'd encourage you to go to YouTube and look at the video by Stefan Bergström, an obstetrician based in Sweden, who's been teaching this in Africa for many years. The link to this video is included on the website if uh, you have access to that at the moment. Now that we've described the technique of manual aortic compression, I wanted to take the opportunity to also briefly mention some other techniques which are based on similar principles and which have been used in these sorts of scenarios as well. Internal iliac artery balloon catheters have been placed by interventional radiology for a number of years and used to occlude blood flow to the uterus during accretor surgery. Obviously this requires um, skilled interventional radiologists and the appropriate equipment and the ability to identify a patient prior to the bleeding occurring. The second technique of worthy of mention is a newer technique which is similar called Reboa, retrograde endovascular balloon occlusion of the aorta, where basically a large balloon is inflated in the aorta to occlude blood flow. This is described um, in trauma, vascular surgery, and there's some case reports in obstetric hemorrhage as well. Finally, um, the most probably common or oldest technique is formal aortic cross clamping, which is usually performed by a trained surgeon um, when the patient has undergone an emergency laparotomy. When I became interested in the manual aortic compression as a technique, I did a quick search on PubMed to see what there is published there in the literature. 
interestingly, there is uh, some publications on its use in obstetric hemorrhage, the most interesting of which are the two papers from Minya University Hospital in Egypt, where they describe both manual aortic compression and aortic compression using a specially designed device and how following the introduction of this as a formal technique into their hospital um, deaths from maternal hemorrhage which we're running at about five or six per annum dropped to zero. There are other case reports and some discussion of the use of this technique for patients suffering from hemorrhage due to injuries to their lower limbs from for example military or gunshot injuries or trauma. Finally, what are the summary take-home points from this discussion? If you are ever unfortunate enough to be faced with a severely shocked obstetric hemorrhage patient, you should definitely consider applying manual aortic compression. I would also argue that we should be promoting more widespread formal teaching of this as a technique in um, obstetric emergency courses. This will improve the um, level of awareness amongst the obstetric healthcare community. It's likely that um, formal teaching will improve the effectiveness of it if it is applied. And also it is difficult sometimes for people in a crisis to overcome that cognitive barrier and to get on and perform actions. And certainly if they have had previous experience doing this in a course of some sort, they're much more likely to make the decision and actually perform the technique in real life. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please go to the iTunes menu and subscribe to the show if you like it. Write a review. This will also help us uh, get seen by other listeners on the iTunes menu. If you're also interested, please go to our website at www.opsandgynecritcare.org where there will be lots of show notes and links to uh, interesting videos related to the topic that you've just listened to. See you again next time.